morning, good morning. Welcome to another episode of Angel's Reserve with your host, me, myself, and I, Mitchell Anderson. So, um, I hope y'all, wherever you are, I'm in, <laughs> in case any of y'all that have listened to my episodes in the past, uh, I reside in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, right? And evidently, it's been like a day after tomorrow setting here for the past two days. Because it is the middle of April, ladies and gentlemen, and it is freezing. I I mean freezing as in yesterday when I was getting ready for the gym to open up my car, it was frozen shut, and it took a minute to open, put it that way. So everywhere I went, the, the roads are absolutely positively icy, so please, anyone in the Michigan area in general or in the Midwest, I don't know how bad it is out there. Uh, in other states, but uh, yeah, everywhere I went, it was icy. Even uh, you know the sidewalks, you, you could, you could damn near ice skate. But man, please, everyone out there that's uh, in Michigan or in the Midwest, just please stay safe. It's freezing. Mother Nature shows no mercy. Um, it's finally somewhat calmed down today, Sunday. Uh, we had a weather uh, advisory. Uh, since Friday, that's saying, you know, there's basically an ice storm, and, um, yeah, <laughs> it was in effect until it's supposed to end at 12 today, so hopefully, uh, we could start seeing some spring, God knows, uh, we need it, need it, and I'm just so sick and tired of winter. Um, yeah, even my hometown of Manistee had some kind of lake effect with Lake Michigan and Ludington did as well some I can't remember some scientific explanation like the 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 river that leads out to Lake Michigan rose higher than usual like I wish I could show y'all the video and pictures like the 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 river that leads out to Lake Michigan people that have their boats on docks and whatnot or can walk near there you know it was all covered the docks just numbled underwater and stuff. It was crazy, you know. I thought, you know, it was like almost like a 2012 setting. It was nuts. But um, anyhow, let's jump into it. So today is April 15th, and for those of you who don't know, on April uh, 15th, 71 years ago today, uh, a legend in the making, uh, is now a Hall of Famer, it is Jackie Robinson Day. Um, Major League Baseball honored uh, Jackie Robinson since his death. And then uh, on April 15th, which is today, on 1997, Jackie Robinson's jersey number 42 was retired throughout entirely the entire league. So, uh, yeah, um, pretty uh, infamous day. Something definitely to remember. Uh, just a review for some people who don't know that much about Jackie Robinson. He uh, did have a military background. He was drafted into the Army. Keep in mind, this was during the early 1940s, during uh, World War II era. And some who don't know this, but uh, back in 1944, he aborted a bus with a fellow officer's wife. Um... Although the Army had commissioned its own unsegregated bus line, the bus driver ordered Robinson to move to the back of the bus, right? 
Jackie Robinson refused. The, dr- the driver backed down. But after reaching the end of the line, the sum- summoned the military police. They took Robinson into custody. Later, uh, confronted, investigating about the racist question by the officer and his assistant. The officer recommended Robinson to be court-martialed. Unfairly, um, obviously, race, uh, uh, racial related. Uh, Robinson's commander refused to authorize illegal action. Thus, Robinson was soon transferred to another battalion in the army. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, when it comes to battalion, in the army, when you're in a battalion, there's brigade and there's battalion. Brigade uh, consists of several battalions within that brigade, right? So if you go to one battalion, that's you know that's that's basically your particular unit where you work at. Well, they end up transferring them over to another battalion. So therefore, when it came to his commander in his first com- uh, battalion, he uh, he didn't authorize he. He, he saw it as race-related and then authorizing illegal action. But soon it came to a point where someone higher up than his commander uh, transferred him to another battalion. So therefore, another commander was in charge of Robinson. So quickly, uh, his second commander, uh, a captain, charged Robinson with multiple offenses and other charges and... A lot of them were false. Robinson went to court-martial and was uh, questioned and was acquitted of all charges. Keep in mind, all the charges were all acquitted by an all-white panel of nine officers. Um, you know, unfortunately, though, it could have been a blessing, though. The experiences Robinson uh, was subdued during this court proceeding, uh, he was... Uh, the unit he was in, in the 76th First Tank Battalion, which was the first all-black tank unit to see combat in World War II, due to Robinson's uh, court trial, uh, he wasn't able to go because he was uh, during court-martial. So he never saw combat action. But uh, after that, uh, he soon uh, was transferred yet again to Camp Breckenridge in Kentucky. Uh, where he served as a coach for the Army Athletics until receiving honorable discharge in November of 44. Uh, he met a former player of the Kansas City Monarchs of the uh, Negro American League who encouraged Robinson to write the Monarchs and ask for a tryout. And uh, therefore, the rest is history. Uh, soon, he worked his way up to the minor leagues and um, anyone that's ever seen the, the movie 42 uh, definitely go see it. Great flick. Chadwick Boseman, who's now just, uh, you know, anyone that doesn't know who he is, is huge now, ever since the Black Panther film, which I still gotta see. Um, here's some of his accolades. Six-time All-Star, World Series champion back in 1955 with the Brooklyn Dodgers, NL MVP, just only two years into the league, Rookie of the Year in 47. Batting champion in 49, two-time stolen base leader. Uh, he retired in 56, six years later, inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. First ballot, 77% vote. 
So uh, yeah, this is something just a particular day like today to remember and honor uh, something like this. Just a spectacular uh, athlete and something to something to remember. Um, you know, just it shows how big of a barrier you know, what the the trials and tribulations that Jackie had to go through uh, during that era. Hence why it's Jackie Robinson Day for April 15th, where every single player in the league wears that number. So, uh, yeah, but hey, um, we have some uh, discussion to talk about, and uh, man, uh, base, or excuse me, not baseball, but MLB playoffs are upon us. We're going to do a little reflection between Golden State, San Antonio, Philly, and Miami, you name it. We'll do a little review. Uh, we'll be back very shortly. So I'm at work and uh, catching glimpses of the Golden State San Antonio game. Golden State whooped him by 21, 113 to 92. And I'm looking, and San Antonio just looks flat, unmotivated. Just don't want to be there. Like, okay, you know, let's just get the series over with. We'll get swept. No drive, no motivation, no nothing. And I'm just looking, and it's just like, imagine switching the roles of LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard. Imagine the outbursts from the media, from sports outlets, from Facebook to Twitter, you name it. He would have been crucified for that. Kawhi Leonard has been cleared for the past two, three months now. And he's not playing. As a teammate, these guys are handling it like professionals. Me, I would have said something, to be honest. I I don't know how, like, just, I don't get it. I just be like, Kawhi Leonard, he's, I don't know. He's been cleared for the medically for the past two months. He's not playing with us. He's sitting he's sitting on the couch just chilling. Let's get advice from his uncle, who happens to be his agent, which is my in my advice a terrible idea. Never get family involved when it comes to your own money or business for that matter. I don't even like my family, my own business. I like to be secluded. But anyhow, not to get sidetracked. If I'm any other NBA team and Kawhi Leonard wants to go somewhere else, I ain't picking him up. Because you're telling me that you might do the same thing to my own organization. How can I trust you not to do the same thing? Doesn't make any sense. He's not a leader. He doesn't want to be a leader. He had that one little run when they faced Miami when he won a, uh, when he won uh, his first ring his rookie year back in 2014 when they beat Miami Heat 4-1 to he doesn't want to be a leader he wants to be the second guy hell he probably wants to be a sixth man who knows who knows where his mindset is he doesn't doesn't talk a lot he's very secluded and that's fine I I mind my own business I keep to my own it's, that's totally fair just give us an answer dude just tell me just you know, let us know. Like, what do you want? Like, why aren't you playing right now? 
It just doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't. Where are you? Your team needs you. You're in the first round of the playoff. It's just... I don't get it. Why? He said, oh, he's hurt. He's still hurt. Really? Because you've been checked on about several different times now. And everyone's saying, you're good to go. What is wrong? Is it... Is it the coaching? Is it some of the players? Is it some of the guys? Uh, is it the owner? What? Like I said, you switch roles. You take LeBron James and put him in the exact same position as Kawhi Leonard. And he just, he'll get put on the pedestal and get thrown stones at. It just, it's not fair. It's not fair to your teammates. It's not it's not fair to some of the future Hall of Famers like Tony Parker or Paul Gasol. It just, I don't get it. Inactive injury slash illness. That's what it lists them under. There's, there's no light in sight for this guy. Sore right quadricep. And... He's been cleared to play. A sore right quadricep. And you're not playing? That's it? It's not seizing ending. It's not a torn Achilles. It's not a torn ACL or MCL. It's not a broken leg like Gordon Hayward. Gotta bless his heart. I mean, man. He hasn't... When's the last time he's played? Let's do a little research here. He hasn't played since January 13th. That's the last time he played. So it's been more than two months. It's been three months. It's the playoffs now. Uh, nine games this year. That's it. Nine games. I just, ugh. Like, I just don't get it. Oh, and excuse me, that wasn't, excuse me, when they, when they beat Miami Heat, that was not his rookie year. Excuse me. His rookie year was in 2011, so my fault. And another thing to reflect on my last episode, uh, sorry for being a donk, Donovan Mitchell uh, plays for the Utah Jazz, not the Phoenix Suns. I was thinking of Devin Booker for some reason. So Donovan Mitchell, Rookie of the Year of the Utah Jazz. My apologies. But not to get sidetracked. Um, yeah. You take... Just switch the roles. It doesn't even have to be LeBron. Hell. It, imagine Kawhi Leonard sitting out with someone along the lines of a Kobe Bryant or a Michael Jordan. Or a Magic Johnson. Or a Larry Bird. Honestly, like, I don't, the, 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 San Antonio is so professional and they're so modest. They have the same play style. They're boring, but yet they get things done. Hence why they made the playoffs 21 consecutive seasons. Imagine him sitting out with Michael Jordan. You're going to tell me he's not going to say something. You're going to tell me Kobe Bryant's not going to say something. It just, man. To me, it just looks like something he needs to suck and suck it up. 
but who knows? It's just I don't know. It's 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 sad to see. It's frustrating because San Antonio, you could see the potential. They they honestly could give Golden State a run. They did last year before Kawhi got hurt and Zaza uh, Pachulia stepped on his ankle. Uh, excuse me, ankle intentionally. Who is a dirty player, by the way? Zaza, he, man, I've seen some of the dirty plays he's done. He did one uh, when they f- faced Oklahoma City a couple weeks back. And he intentionally fell on Russell Westbrook. You could tell. It wasn't a flop like, oh, I'm falling down. This dude just, you could just tell. Honestly, I was never good at basketball, hence why I stopped playing after 8th grade. But if I was a basketball player, I know I wouldn't be good. But I'd definitely be the rough and rowdy. I would do the dirty work. This guy, I'm only 5'9", but I'd definitely be... I would do the dirty work for my teammates. I see someone like that doing a cheap shot. Oh, I'm going for your ribs. I don't care how big you are. I'm breaking I'm breaking you down, put it that way. But since I'm only 5'9", and I'm fat, and I don't have a jump shot, and I'm not in the NBA, that's a different story. So, but yes, Zaza, very dirty player. I don't care what anyone else says. Uh, San Antonio did have a shot last year, but once Kawhi got hurt, that was it. That put down all the momentum. And they would have a shot again this year against Golden State. I'm not saying they would win. I don't think they would. But they had a shot last year. But I don't think, no. But I don't yet... Yet again, Steph Curry is out, but everyone, I don't know why everyone's speculating about Golden State. They had one bad game against, you know, they lose by 40 points against the Memphis Grizzlies. Everyone's panicking like, oh, they're vulnerable. No, they're not. They just don't care. They saw they couldn't reach the number one seed in the Western Conference against Houston. They, they just gave up in the final couple games. They didn't care. They don't care. They know what they're capable of when it comes to playoff time. Playoffs is a completely different story. So, it's it's one thing, you know, being on a hot streak in the regular season. It's a totally different thing come playoff time. It is where every single player notches up their level just a little bit. It is where every, you know, you see all these superstar players and they elevate their game to Super Saiyan level. Not to sound too nerdy of my Dragon Ball Z analysis, but that's how it goes, though. This is where you see players like Durant putting up 32-35 a game. This is where you see players like LeBron put almost averaging a triple-double every game. You know, it's completely different storyline. Granted, Philly, they are keeping their game-winning streak alive. They're at 16 now. They won last night, and they absolutely just demolished the Miami Heat. And I was really hoping to see Miami-Cleveland because I really think that would have been a different outcome, but... That ain't gonna happen. It's Cleveland, Indiana. I Cleveland beats Indiana four to one. That series. Boston, Milwaukee. Boston still hot. No, uh, no Kyrie, no Gordon Hayward. But man, give the credit to that coach. I can't remember the coach's name. He's young though. They got Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Uh, you know, it's just. Eh. I give I give Boston, you know, they're winning six games, four to two. Then you got Utah and Oklahoma City. Donovan Mitchell, the Utah Jazz. 
uh, phenomenal player, deserves to be rookie of the year, but, you know, Oklahoma City takes it, um, Russell Westbrook has been, has been phenomenal, yet again, back-to-back years of averaging a triple-double, uh, like I said, this is the year where players will turn it up a notch, Russell's got help with uh, Paul George, and Mellow, so this is where things start to get really interesting. Minnesota and Houston, I like Minnesota. I like Andrew Wiggins, Carl Anthony Towns, both players won Rookie of the Year. Um, Jimmy Butler's hurt. I would say they would have of a chance. I don't know if he's still playing or is coming back. I got to do the research on that real quick. Um, let's see. Um. Uh, it says it says that he excuse me uh, had too much coffee today uh, it says he is playing oh god but uh, I don't know T-Wolves were basically the last team to make it in the Western Conference at 47 and 35 which is nuts that should be at least a 6 seed but this year was tight so they're an 8 seed and they got the Houston Rockets um, Houston will, uh, Houston would take it in five. Um, who knows? They could be a seven-game series. I mean, it, it is a pretty solid squad, but I don't think Andrew Wiggins needs to have that killer mentality. He needs to step it up. He needs to be, you know, this is where the spotlight shines for all the players. It's just whether or not he'll have that killer will in him. Carl Anthony Towns, you know, yeah, he'll do phenomenal. He'll average a double-double almost. Jimmy Butler, I don't know uh, if he truly is healthy. We'll see. Um, so, yeah, it just, I don't know. It just, uh, they do got Derrick Rose. Uh, love D. Rose, but he, he's been irrelevant since 2011. Um, but, yeah, I just... I like Minnesota, but it I, the way I see it, Houston in five. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be nothing but playoffs for a while. I love it. NHL's in playoff mode too, but I don't really care for NHL to be honest. I did find out the Las Vegas Knights for the NHL, their first year in the league, did make the playoffs though, which is very very impressive. Keep in mind, I'm not disregarding the NHL and, you know, in a big, you know, since NHL is pretty big in Detroit, hence the Red Wings. I mean, all, all respect, but uh, it's never big in the NHL. Same thing, you know, I I don't really pay attention that much to it, to be honest, but uh, I don't know. It's going to be crazy. Something to look forward to for the next couple of weeks, all the way up until early June I just uh, I don't know everyone's saying I I think it's Cleveland Philly Philly shocks the world wins in 7 in the Eastern Conference and then if Houston wants to go to the finals this is your year to do it because Golden State is quote unquote hurt Steph Curry out I don't think that matters Kevin Durant's going to show up all the critics as he as he's been hearing. 
James Harden will choke yet again in the playoffs. It'll be Golden State and Philly. And then Golden State will win in five or six at best. Hate to say it, not a Golden State fan. I don't know what to tell you, though. That's just the gist of it. So. It's like I'm not disregarding Cleveland, but Cleveland, I mean, LeBron's going to get tired. The tread and the tires are going to start to slowly fall off. This is the first time in his career he's played all 82 games in year 15 at the age of 33. He's, trust me, he's going to get tired. Father time is going to catch up. Oh, it's not slowing down. It shows the stats. You're right. You're absolutely right. But trust me, it's, it's, he's going to start slowing down. I'm not saying this performance ain't going to, you know, ain't going to impact him. But just like last year in the finals, he got tired. Fourth quarter, he got tired. Nowhere to be found in sight. But hey, we're going to take a quick little break, and I'll be right back very shortly. Welcome back to Injured Reserved. So, I constantly am getting sick and tired of hearing this narrative of the whole LeBron James, Michael Jordan speculation. And honestly, it's I try telling people this all the time, especially a lot of die-hard LeBron James fans, for some ungodly reason, cannot accept the fact that whenever I tell them, I'm like, he's basically, you know, Scottie Pippen, but scores more, and it's identical to Larry Bird playing style, almost in a sense, just more athletic. And people just lose their damn mind. And people just get so mad and angry about that. It's just, I hate, you know, oh, LeBron James never had to face anyone like this in the finals at Golden State. Okay, he never had to face so many Hall of Famers like this. Okay, so we're just going to ignore the fact that LeBron James played with three other Hall of Famers on his team at one point with the Miami Heat and Ray Allen, LeBron James, and Chris Bosh. We're just going to ignore that. Oh, we're also going to ignore the fact that he did have help at the end of his before his, in his first day in Cleveland where he had Antoine Jameson. Really? We're just going to disregard that Antoine Jameson was some kind of scrub who only averaged about 18-7? and seven? Really? We're just going to completely ignore that. Because if we're going to ignore that 18-7 and seven of Antoine Jameson's overall career, then I guess we can disregard Scottie Pippen's 16-6. and six. That's fair to do. Is that fair to say? Yes. Scottie Pippen in his career averaged 16, 6, and 5. Antoine Jameson, 18, 7, and 2. If you really want to make that comparison, like Michael Jordan always had help by the gods of Scottie Pippen, who keep in mind, everyone says he's a top all NBA 50 player. No, he is not. Since every LeBron James fan likes to bring up stats, we can bring up those stats right then and there. LeBron had help in his first Cleveland stint. Not in his early days when he was a baby, but come around 2009-2010, he had the help, and he just couldn't get the job done against Boston. He gave up, he quit, he went to Miami, got two other Hall of Famers, then 
thus gaining another Hall of Famer, Ray Allen. So you had three other Hall of Famers. I'll be fair, Ray Allen was at the end of his career at that point. So you had two prime Hall of Famers. And it's like, oh, LeBron never took down this many players in the Hall of Fame in Golden State. Actually, I can. It was Dirk Nowinski. He did it the first time. Against who? LeBron James, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade. Back in 2011. Oh, Dirk Nowitzki had Jason Kidd and Jason Terry. Those guys were way out of their prime by then. Way out of their prime. You're going to tell me J.J. Barrera was that fluent in the Dallas Mavericks? Name a team J.J. Barrera is on now. Because I sure as hell can't. Everyone gets mad. You can't compare him to Larry Bird. Yes, I can. You want to make the stats argument yet again. Overall for LeBron James' career, 27-7-7. Let's go to Larry Bird, 24-10-6. And guess what? That is fine. That's a great comparison. Those are fine accolades. Larry Bird, 12-time All-Star. LeBron, 14-time. LeBron, 13-time Finals MVP. Larry Bird, two-time Finals MVP. How many NBA championships? Three. LeBron, three. It's okay. (laughs) It's okay to make that comparison. LeBron is top ten. Maybe top five at the end of his career. Some people, some people say yes, some people say no, and that's fine. It's like, dude, man, look up all these stats and blah, blah, blah. It's like, fine, we can do the stat comparison, but don't tell me that LeBron James didn't have help in his first year, his first stint in Cleveland. He had Antoine Jameson, 18-7-2. What was the overall stat for Scotty? 16-6-5. So don't give me that argument that LeBron never had help. And then you say, oh, Michael Jordan had Scottie Pippen. That's bull. Don't bull drive me with that. Because guess what? His stint in Chicago, where he averaged 17. Once Jordan retired a second time, how did his career go? He went 14 and then went to Port. And then he averaged 14 in Houston. And then when he went to Portland, 11. Michael made Scottie Pippen. Period. LeBron James, phenomenal player. Freak of an athlete. He just can't develop players like Michael does. He's not a guru like that. And that's fine. That's fine. Because MJ will always be the GOAT. And that's okay. He can put up all these stats. He can put up all these triple doubles. He can do all this and that. Guess who else tried doing that? Michael in his first stint, he, he put up all these stats. Put out 40, 50, 60 against the bad boy Pistons. He was still falling short until he finally got his groove and developed and matured. LeBron could put up all these triple doubles. He could put up all these stats against Golden State in the finals like he's done in years past. It's not going to matter. He needs to develop players. That's just not him. And that's okay. Perfectly fine. So, with that argument done and out of the way, LeBron top five? Eh, Possibly. We'll see. Probably at the end of his career, most definitely, he'll probably be a five. 
other people can make arguments about that too. I'm my top five is gonna be biased because you know I grew up watching Allen Iverson and um, I have him in my top five, and he doesn't even have a championship. Now, if you want to make a case on someone who's literally carried their team on his back, AI had nobody. 2001 76ers against you know the Shaq and Kobe prime of the LA Lakers. That you can say AI had nobody. Oh yeah, Dikembe Mutombo. He was he was out of his prime. Way out of his prime. Um I might give you the credit of I think they had Eric Snow, who was somewhat decent of a defender, but that was it. AI had nobody. A little six foot point guard. By himself. <sighs> but who knows? I don't know. That that argument will never end, unfortunately. It's just something to talk about and it's fun to debate, and that's fine. That's perfectly okay. But don't disregard and disrespect Antoine Jameson back back in Cleveland of 09 and 010. Don't 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 do me like that. Be fair. If you're going to make the case Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan, I can make the case of Antoine Jameson and LeBron James. Don't give me that. Don't give me that argument. Don't give me that crazy look. Because I'll just pull up the stats right in front of you since every LeBron James fan likes to bring up the stats. Keep in mind, I am a fan of LeBron James. I just don't like this. I, I like being a realist. And Le- there are some diehard LeBron James fans out there that just can't face fact whether they like it or not and another thing when they always like now the new case of argument for this LeBron Michael debate has always been oh look at the teams LeBron had to face compared to Michael it's just like really we're gonna go that far now he faced back in 91 when he first got his title Michael faced the out of prime Lakers really because Magic Johnson was only 31 that's not out of prime at all. That's not out of prime whatsoever. He, by that time, he beat the bad boy Pistons and they were out of their prime. It's like, really? Because Isaiah was like no more than maybe 30, 31. Dennis Rodman is the same age as Michael, like 27. You, or I think it was Joe Dumars. They were, they were in that same age ca- category. The age gap wasn't that big. It's like, you're, you're really going to go that far? The Lakers were just super old, and that's why Michael Jordan beat them. That's that's the case of argument that we're going to do nowadays. Because, let's see, James Worthy, I mean, hey, let's look it up. Yeah, 90-91, he was 30. That's not old. That's not old at all. 21 points. He averaged 21 that year. It's not old at all. I know everyone's disregarding that. <sighs> if you if you want to make that case for the Detroit Bad Boy Pistons, they got old. Okay. Say this exact same thing about Boston Celtics when LeBron James and the two other uh, future Hall of Famers and Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade finally beat Boston. What? It, I mean, KG, well in his mid-30s. Same thing with Paul Pierce and Ray Allen. They got old. LeBron James couldn't do that in his prime. So he panicked and went went down to Miami. 
that's new sake of argument, unfortunately. That it, ugh, they just need to let it go. Guys like Colin Coward, uh, Nick Wright, Shannon Sharp, let it go. I don't know what kind of animosity you hold towards Michael Jordan. And the reason why you have to keep bringing it up for no particular reason, because you know he'll never catch Michael. That argument died uh, about two years ago. Let it go. LeBron would never be on that level. He'll never be on that pedestal. Do you want to say Magic Johnson, Kobe Bryant, uh, Kareem, uh, hey, uh, whoever else? That's fine. That is fair. That is okay by me. But just don't give me LeBron James because he's had all the help in the world. Don't give me that. To me, I'm just going to look at you like as if you're making a charity case. Being, being honest. But, uh, like I said, it's just, it's something that will never die. It's just how many Hall of Famers uh, Michael had to face in the finals compared to LeBron James. That arg- That's the new argument. It gets old. They fail to, they just fail to notify that LeBron has played with like six or seven Hall of Famers of his own. Kyrie is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Same with Kevin Love, Antoine Jameson, Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, Ray Allen, Shaquille O'Neal. Was Shaq out of his prime by then? Absolutely. Was he still putting up a double-double? Most definitely. And, and Antoine Jameson was on that team as well. They had the tools to get it done. Boston was way pe- well past their prime when they faced Cleveland. Hence why they did this quote-unquote big three, but they were more of the old three. It was 33, 34, and 35. They did that because they knew they were past their prime for the most part. These guys were averaging 17 and 16. <clears throat> but, like I said, this debate will never end. And it's it's fun to debate. It's fine. But, as a fan, don't, ign- don't ignore, you know, the stuff you're surrounding. Be aware, okay? Be a realist. It's like when it comes to political debates, which I absolutely hate. I'm not a leftist, quote-unquote, or a right, or whatever. I am me, myself, and I. I am a third party. I'm a realist. I'm aware of my surroundings. But, it's like the Goku-Superman debate. It'll never end. It'll never die. Which makes it fun, though. But, Hey, this is uh that was the last segment of the day, and this is Mitchell Anderson. And thank you all for tuning in. Uh, stay warm out there. God, it, it's still windy. We still got some freezing rain. We got a winter weather uh, effect up here in the Midwest. Uh, I don't know if majority of Midwest. I know up here in Michigan we do. It is freezing, man. Stay warm out there. Drive safe for God's sake. So. Uh, This is Injured Reserve Podcast, and uh, until next time, y'all stay safe and stay warm.